What you're about to hear is the fusion of entertainment and enlightenment. This is the Glenn Beck Program. I think one of the best secretaries of state we have had in in modern history um, is Mike Pompeo. The things that he and Donald Trump accomplished on the world stage, especially with every gun and insure, uh, in intelligence agency, every global leader and every dictator wanting to stop them and shut them down. What they accomplished is mind boggling, mind boggling, even if they were friends with everybody. Mike Pompeo, he was the former CIA director. He wrote a book, and it is wildly frank. I think it is the most open and frank book of any of these kinds of books of people that have served in past administrations uh, that I've seen. He's just not afraid. Um, the, uh, the book is called Never Give an Inch, and Mike Pompeo joins us in 60 seconds. Doesn't happen very often, but once in a while, something good gets even better. And uh, let me tell you about the new MyPillow 2.0. It has the patented adjustable feel of the original MyPillow. Now has brand new exclusive fabric that is made <laughs> with temperature regulating thread. I, I don't know. What? MyPillow 2.0. Now buy one, get one free for a limited time with the promo code BECK. Made with that temperature regulating technology and 100% made in the USA. Pillow comes with a 10-year warranty, a 60-day money-back guarantee. So just go to mypillow.com, click on the radio listener special square, buy this, get one, buy one, get one free uh, offer on the MyPillow 2.0. Enter the promo code back 800-966-3117. MyPillow.com. Mike Pompeo. Mike, how are you, sir? Glenn, I'm great. How are you today? I'm I'm really good. I've been looking forward to this. I hope we find time to sit down for a uh, a longer podcast because I promise uh, you, I'll do it. Okay, good. Um, I, I've got so many things for you, but I want to start with something that is in your book that I absolutely love. When you met, when you met uh, Kim Jong Un uh, in North Korea, uh, the meeting began with Kim saying what to you. It was really quite something. Uh, Easter weekend, 2018, clandestine mission, uh, dark night, flew in, uh, met with Chairman Kim. I had one colleague with me from the CIA. And the first thing he says to me, I, I walk in, there's lots of theater. Uh, and we walk in and he says, Mr. Director, I was the CIA director at the time. He said, Mr. Director, I did not think that you would come since you've been trying to kill me. <laughs> obviously, through a trans- obviously through a translator. And I remember, Glenn, you'll appreciate this. I'd prepared for this. We'd studied. What what might he say? This was not on the bingo card. And so so I I remember I hear the translator. I pause for just a second, and I thought, well, that's pretty tough. And I said, said, Mr. Chairman, you should know. I still am trying to kill you. Oh, my God. (laughs) My my colleague colleague smiled. Andy Kim, great guy, smiled. And, uh. And then the translation hits him, and he laughed too, which was a very yeah. hard thing to say. Yeah, that's a, that's it, it kind of a, that's good when you're standing with a dictator yeah. who kills people, and he's on his turf. Uh, he knew it was tongue in cheek a little, in the same way that his barb at me was. But I right. think it also set the course for the relationship that we built right. over the coming years. Um, how would you describe the American deep state? Um, 
and and did you see it in action and and what is it exactly oh glenn it's uh yes i saw it it is real uh one can describe it as the deep state or the resistance but here's what it really here's how i came to experience this uh really at the state department plus at the agency to be honest with you um it is a it is a left of center left of left perhaps left of center bureaucracy that is deeply of Washington, D.C., deeply establishment. And so when you have someone like President Trump or me who says those didn't work, we're going to try it a different way. We're going to take a little more risk. We're going to we're going to defend America first. Oh, my gosh, Glenn, it was a mess. I bet they it was. resisted what we did. They undermined. They would leak memos. I, I saw memos in the press before they got to my desk, Glenn, so many times. Um, and this is problematic, uh, not because of me. It's problematic because that's not what the Constitution requires, not how our founders thought about America. And so the next president, it's going to take so, it's a it's a it's a boatload of work. It's going to take a while, but this could be fixed. How can a president come in, be elected? Because I, I'm concerned. I, I agree with term limits, but term limits also for people who are serving in Washington, D.C., mm-hmm. in all jobs, all levels. Um, how do you how can you clean this up without shutting it down? And, you know, did you unplug it and plug it back in? That's pretty much what we have to do. <laughs> no, that's a great that's a great analogy. Yes. Unplug it. So you got to You got to break it down. Uh, and by the way, not just the State Department, uh, good parts of the Justice Department, most especially Civil Rights Division, uh, the entire Department of Education. These places are lost. And so, yes, the next president. Uh, there's two things I'd say. First, you got to get your team on the field. One of the things we did not do is we were two years into the administration. And we still had Obama people occupying political positions. You just that's just a failure. And we got to get good at that. The conservative movement has to get good, just like we have to collect and harvest ballots. We've got to get good at being fearless about terminating the bad yes. guys and promoting the good guys. We do. And then second, big, deep structural reforms inside these. And it'll cost political capital. And I can see why a president would not do that. You've got a million things. But this is a lasting change that one can make about how you do hiring, how you get rid of DEI programs. How you, we had three unions at the State Department. Glenn, nobody even knows this. Right? Every one of my career employees was covered by a collective bargaining agreement. You can't promote merit. You can't fire those who aren't on the team. Mm. This is a calamity. And it, but it is fixable. You put a good team in. You put good cabinet members in. They hire the right folks. You can clean it up. It will take years, I'll be honest, because you have to get the feedstock right. The talent that comes in has to be American patriotic, not about being part of the Washington establishment. But it, it, it is doable with serious and thoughtful effort. I, I'm sure you know that I'm I'm one of the chief conspiracy, uh, conspiracy theorists on the World Economic Forum and the Great Reset. Um, yes. <laughs> uh, do we have a lot of time? I mean, it is very concerning with tech and the way it seems the entire West is is throwing in their lot with uh, a, a very a very authoritarian style uh, plan. I'm very concerned about it. Uh, time is short, not hours, days, weeks, months, but we are we are on the precipice of heading down a direction. Glenn, you know this. It starts in the schools, right? yep. teach kids garbage, teach kids crap. If parents don't know what's going on there, yep. the next generation doesn't understand logic, reason, the things that, right, the things that we know prevent us from being in a, a liberal, small L liberal society that has made America such an exceptional civilizational hero. 
uh, we got to get it right. It's um, it, it is a collective. It is in all of our big institutions. I'm, I'm very worried. I was a soldier a long time ago. Now I'm worried about our military headed down that same path of forgetting what its mission is. It is that is an institution that is central to the, culturally and from a security perspective. And when we get these things wrong, Glenn, hard to get back from. We're talking to Mike Pompeo. He has a book out that is extraordinarily frank and great. It's called Never Give an Inch. Uh, he's a former CIA director and former U.S. Secretary of State. Um, let me let me ask you a couple of questions here. Uh, first of all, uh, Ukraine. Uh, I mean, I've done enough research on Ukraine and the Biden administration and the and the Obama administration. That is deeply corrupt. Um, I, I, I don't mind, you know, aiding and praying for, and even helping privately, you know, the people who want to be free, but, uh, I'm very concerned where we're going on this. Cause it, it, it appears to me, everybody who is in charge is like, yeah, let's go, let's go. We're going to war. Do you agree with tanks being sent over and offensive weaponry? Glenn, I, I actually do, but not for not for the reason that some have articulated. You, your your predicate there is exactly spot on, and I talk about this a little in the book. And you're right; it's a pretty wide open yeah. document. Yeah. I, I, uh, uh, it's got you know me long enough, Glenn. I just this is how I think about something. So, I, not for the reasons often articulated. Ukraine's got huge corruption problems, but my concern is about the American people. We lost deterrence, right? You know, Vladimir Putin didn't invade Europe on our watch. He right. took a fifth of Ukraine under Obama. He went at it again as soon as we left under Biden. We, we, cannot, we cannot allow him to continue to roam about Europe freely. It's, uh, we, the innocent civilian lives are tragic, but there's an American interest there. It's not, but, and I think we can do this. He hasn't asked for our kids yet. We shouldn't send our young men and women. He didn't want the 82nd Airborne. Just asking us to provide him with tools and capabilities. Mm-hmm. And that's the quickest way to bring this to a conclusion. And the quicker it concludes, the less likelihood that Putin does something really dumb that draws the whole world into this damn thing, which is a real danger. And, you know, I, I spent a fair amount of time with Vladimir Putin. I'm, I'm more concerned about it than others. I think he is not going to go quietly into the night. So if we can get the Ukrainians what they need, they're prepared to have their own kids fight and die. That's something that matters to every American, and we ought to try and get it right there. So uh, I... Um Mike Lee spent a lot of time yesterday uh, looking at this Seymour Hirsch uh, article and trying to track down. He's coming on the air in about an hour to tell me what he what he found. He said uh, initially he was disturbed because he didn't believe it, but he also kind of did. I mean, he, he didn't he was he said and I hate to put words in his mouth, but he was like, I, these are the kinds of things that now we do need to actually seriously question because. These kinds of things could happen, um, but he didn't think it was true. As former CIA director, the Nord Stream pipeline, do you think we had anything to do with that at all? Let me let me begin by saying I don't know. I don't have access to that kind yeah. of information any longer. But uh, see, that's what Mike was uh, saying. He did. He was yeah. disturbed he, he, that he by the way, didn't he should know. Have access. He's a United States senator. Right. He should have access to that. Right. I'm glad he's going to go. Go suss it out and figure out what happened there. I'll say this. Uh, Joe Biden wouldn't shoot down a balloon over Montana. The chance he would blow up a pipeline that belonged to the Germans seems low to me. Okay. <laughs> it, just, right. it, it seems out of it seems out of character. Good. OK. Uh, in, but but goodness, we should figure it out. 
look, I think it's I think it's more likely than not that the Russians actually did this. I've read the piece. There are a couple comments uh, from Victoria Newland, who works at the State Department, yeah, uh, who worked at the State Department, and from the president himself. They're kind of odd statements, so we should go figure it out. But my my sense is, if I was, if you maybe take my own money, I think this was a Russian operation aimed at. Uh, denying energy to what they thought would be a cold winter in Europe that just hasn't panned out. And the spy, uh, Chinese spy balloon. I mean, we spent a million dollars on a rocket to shoot it down with a you know forty million dollar plane, and <laughs> and, then what, and then what are they saying? They're saying, oh yeah, well, it was not a risk. Well, then why did we shoot it down? What I mean, uh, what is have, this? They have, they have dissembled since the beginning. Uh, this was a spy operation by the Chinese Communist Party. They were clearly collecting at least imagery pictures probably uh, signals to trying to listen to what was going on. And they were also testing our air defenses. And finally, they're testing President Biden yeah. uh, to see what he would do. And, you know, I, someone asked me yesterday, would, would this have flown over America that way for five days under the Trump administration? No and I said, yes, and I would have been the former secretary of state very quickly. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so, uh, so, uh, and it was funny, Glenn, you remember they came out and first said, oh, this happened under Trump. And we all came out and said, no, it didn't. You know, I, I, I guess we were all just smoking dope, right? Uh, yeah. <laughs> never, come on. And, and the truth of the matter is that we know they lied. Uh, no one knew about this before. This was, this, was, uh, this was a blunder on their watch. Not so much about the collection. Okay, that's some risk. But Xi Jinping now is confident that he can push this president around. And that, right. you know, that deterrence model that we had, Glenn, that was so important to the American people, when you lose that, you just you, you create space. The, uh, what's the old Southwest Airlines line? Uh, feel free to move about the cabin, right? I think the bad guys are feeling pretty damn free to move about the cabin. And if you live in Arizona or Tennessee or Montana, that creates an awful lot more risk to your kids and grandkids. Uh, is China the risk I think it is? And um, is it uh, how much of a role does the business dealings of the Biden administration or Biden and his family have to do with giving China a pass on so much? Boy, I don't know if that's the motivation for their failure to confront this greatest threat to the United States, the Chinese Communist Party. It, it could be we should get to the bottom of everything that's on that laptop and figure out where the leverage might be from the Chinese Communist Party. Uh, not just not just President Biden, but lots of folks in his administration were doing lots of business in China before they came into office. Oh, I, I mean, Mitch McConnell is a big one, too. Down. Mitch McConnell. Say, by the way, totally not partisan. Get this right for America. This isn't about D's and R's or, you know, putting on the yellow helmet or the blue helmet. This is, this is about protecting the United States. Glenn, they're inside our institutions all across America. I know they are. It's at our universities. They had a massive spy operation being run out of the consulate in Houston, Texas, that I shut down. And we just, we'd let it go on for years. When If we get a chance to do the podcast, I'd love to spend more time because my fear from the Chinese Communist Party isn't about something that might happen in Taiwan or Japan or Vietnam. It's, here. it's what's happening inside the gates here. And every American should be aware of it. And we should protect ourselves. And, and we can and we can be successful. And I believe we will. I see no evidence this president's prepared to do that. Well, Mike, I appreciate your time. And, and we will all in my, my office reach out to yours today. And uh, let's book some some time on a podcast because uh, we'll make it happen. Yeah, Glad you have bless a you. lot of information. Thank you so much. God bless. Thank you, sir. You bet. Um, former secretary of state and former CIA director and author of the book, never give an inch. Mike Pompeo back in a minute. Deborah wrote in about her experience with relief factor. She says, my wonderful husband ordered relief factor for me when I wasn't 
when I was feeling pretty bad, uh, I have uh, rheumatoid arthritis and relief factor has helped me tremendously. I noticed around the second week uh, of taking it that things were beginning to get better. And I have to admit, I was skeptical, but now I swear by it. Thanks and all the best, Deborah. Deborah, thank you. Thank you. If if you are in this situation or somebody you love is in this situation, please just convince them to try it for three weeks. It may not work, uh, but 70% of the people who take it go on to order more. They find themselves just like Deborah and just like me, skeptical. Me, I'm not, I was more than skeptical. It's not going to work. And I'm telling you, it changed my life, and obviously it's changing uh, Deborah's life as well. ReliefFactor.com. Get the three-week quick start, ReliefFactor.com, or you can call 800-THE-NUMBER-4-RELIEF, 800-THE-NUMBER-4-RELIEF, ReliefFactor.com. Feel the difference. 10 seconds, station ID. We have uh, uh, Jason Buttrill uh, with us, and uh, he has been uh, following uh, all the things that are going on. Uh, former intelligence, uh, military intelligence, and and head writer and researcher of the Glenn Beck program. What do you think of Pompeo's answers here? He's so candid about everything. He is. I, I like how it seems, I really like him. I do too. It's like nothing is out of bounds. I, yeah. I, I, I heard something. Maybe I'm, I'm just overanalyzing when he was talking about the Chinese spy balloon. And he eventually, he, the last couple of things he said that were really important is gauging reaction. You know, that's what the Chinese were doing to Biden. I think that's straight 100% dead on. Oh, I, 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 that's what I said. What intelligence are they gathering intelligence? I said, yeah, the most important intelligence they're gathering is can we penetrate their airspace and have them not do anything about it? Exactly right. And also, it's a nation of, fa- you know, saving face, you know, honor. Um, this made Biden look stupid. It, it really did. Yeah. And this thing now, I'm, I'm looking up on the TV and it was talking about how, you know, there was antenna on there for signals intelligence. And I guarantee you the NSA is cracking up right now. Uh, do we really think China needs a hot air balloon, 1700s technology to put a, a radio antenna to gather signals intelligence? I mean, the, right now there's an NSA analyst at Fort Meade who's currently deciding whether he's going to listen to the cell phone of somebody in Iraq or his girlfriend's cell phone to see if she's, you know, running around behind his back, which he suspects he's cracking up. What, is, what should I do with my work time? He doesn't need a hot air balloon to have that capability. He has the capability to do both. And so China when does he too. said, and you hear this too, when he said, um, you know, they were, they were listening in on communications. What, the way it was posed was they were, they were listening in uh, on, uh, on all kinds of communications uh, and cell phones and what people were saying on the ground. That's ridiculous. Yeah. Right? No, well, yeah. You, I mean, you can do that. You know, if, right, but why would you? Why would you when you have the better capability to do it, you know, in another way? I mean, it's just ridiculous. I have fi- when they finally dig up this wreckage, I have, I have to suspect that they're not going to dig up the wreckage. It's just, it's, even if they did, it would be like pictures of Xi Jinping, you know, like yeah. give him the bird you I know, mean, or something I mean, like yeah. that. <laughs> I mean, there's no way they're down with scuba gear, you know, looking. Why? What? What are you looking for? The missile hit the little metal box. I mean, if that box wasn't obliterated with a million dollar missile, 
then I I I have a feeling we sh- we've been ripped off with our missiles. Uh, good heavens! They're down under sea now, looking for sifting through the sands to see if they can find any. Yeah, yeah, they're gonna find a big reel-to-reel tape recorder uh, there. Unbelievable! Thank you so much, um, Jason. You bet. Um, we have uh, we have so much to cover yet. I, I next hour. I'm going to tell you the story about what is going on with the um, with the FBI and Catholics. There was some stuff released yesterday from the FBI memos uh, violating the civil rights of Catholics like crazy and calling them terrorists. Uh, I'll show you and read the memo to you, but. There is a weaponization that we all know, but it has got to stop. And we talk to Mike Lee in just a minute. Stand by. The Glenn Beck Program. All right, Rough Greens, I want you to meet naturopathic Dr. Dennis Black. A few years ago, uh, he came in and he was talking about Rough Greens and he was not an advertiser at the time. And I said, well, I I don't use any products or advertise any products that I don't use and believe in. And he said, well, let me send you a couple of bags. And I said, he said, you know, how's your dog? And I said, he just doesn't eat. If you could just get him to eat, it's worth the price of admission. And he said, not only will he eat, he will, you'll see changes, healthy changes over the next year or so with, with your dog. Well, I started feeding Uno, and the first time I put his food down, he gobbled the food. And generally speaking, he still does. I mean, maybe once every two weeks he looks at it and like, yeah, but you guys are going away and I'm sad. Um, if Rough Greens has all of the good stuff that they need, antioxidants, probiotics, vitamins, minerals, Get your first trial bag free, roughgreens.com slash Beck. Trial bag free, just pay for shipping, roughgreens.com slash Beck, or call 833-GLEN33. Do it now, roughgreens.com slash Beck. Also, subscribe to blazetv.com. If you use the promo code SOTU, you're going to save 20 bucks. The offer ends today. I want to bring on uh, Louisiana Attorney General who has made an awful lot of difference and is one of these Attorney Generals that are in there fighting. Um, He's also running for uh, governor of Louisiana. He is currently in the um, in the lead, the favorite. Um, And I mean, it would be, I think, another uh, Ron uh, DeSantis kind of uh, uh, governor, hopefully. Uh, because Jeff is a very strong attorney general. Hi, Jeff. How are you? Ken, great, great, great to be with you and, and all your listeners out there. I really appreciate it. And yeah, you're right. You know, there's only three states in play this year, uh, which I think is a big year. You know, Louisiana, Mississippi, and Kentucky, both Kentucky and Louisiana have Democrat governors. And so uh, here in Louisiana, we're trying to do our part to 
to put the governorship back in a conservative's hands. Right. Um, you just released some. Uh, you released something uh, this week on protecting kids from the uh, libraries, uh, from the explicit books in the libraries. Can you tell me uh, about this and and uh, how it's going? Yeah, look, we want to make sure that our libraries uh, are still the place that, that, that the libraries that me and you grew up in, right? Uh, the place where our moms and dads could drop us off and, and we could go around the library, find books of interest and, 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 and start to really expand our minds. You know, it's, it's where kids really start to enjoy and see who they are. Mm-hmm. And what happened was about six months ago, we started getting calls from parents who were finding books in libraries that were very offensive. Uh, a lot of, you know, I mean, quite frankly, it almost looked like you were, uh, it was like a book on pornography. Yeah. And, and, and we got concerned. And so we launched an investigation. Um, you know, we run an Internet Crimes Against Children Task Force at the Attorney General's office. So we see a lot, a lot of bad things and, and, and crimes against children. And so we launched this investigation. We opened up a hotline so parents could call and tell us what they were finding. We went. We found some of these books. We... Um, and we compiled a, a report, and then we released that report this week. You can go on our website at agjeffandrew.com. That's our official website. And, and if you are 18 years or older, and, that, and that's, how, that's how offensive I believe what we found on the shelves was, was that I wouldn't even let this report be read or accessed by anyone that's, not, that's under 18. Um, and this report lays out why. You know, what we found, and if there are parents out there that believe that children should not be exposed, should not have unfettered access to these types of books, then this is the way under which they can go about ensuring that their library and their community um, uh, protects their kids. Uh, and, and then, look, we're seeing this all over. And, and quite frankly, I think it's like a desensitization of children. We're trying to expose children to more and more um, adult content, uh, and, and, and quite frankly, I think it's harmful. I really do. Uh, but, but again, our report gives parents the power to be able to change that policy at their libraries, and that's what we did. So can you tell me, um, um, how, how do you defend against people saying, you're book burning, this is, you don't ban books in America? Yeah, well, anyone who tells me that, I tell them, you go read that report and then call me back. Uh, because because we took look the people who compiled that report we've got some great people that work at the Louisiana Department of Justice very smart lawyers mothers parents fathers uh, who helped us compile this report and this report has nothing to do with censoring or banning books this is all about content I mean look think about this Glenn my Netflix account gives me an opportunity to set, put a setting on it so that a young child can get on my Netflix account and watch anything. Right. And me and you, when me and you were, were growing up, uh, we went to the cinema. If we were under, what, 17, 18, you couldn't get in an R-rated movie. Okay? I mean, like, I, these people that make all these accusations, they're just crazy. I mean, they really are. I mean, all they're out there to do is just, you know, it's, it's all gaslighting. It, you go... Glenn, anyone who says that, I encourage adults out there to look at the things that we found in the library and then ask yourself, 
Do you want a five-year-old, a 10-year-old, or a 12-year-old walking in a library pulling that book and seeing the graphics in it? And they're clearly made for kids. They're graphic novels. Um, and just just go to agjefflandry.com, uh, and up at the top it says Protecting Innocence. Click on that link, and uh, you'll see the full report, and then model legislation as well, so other states can uh, enact uh, some legislation like this as well. Um, Jeff, tell me what you're doing about the um, uh, the the ATF and coming after um, uh Pistol braces. Yeah, look, let me tell you, Glenn, there is no one who appreciates the Second Amendment more than me. In fact, I, I tell people it's the Second Amendment that guards the First Amendment. It is. Right? Mm-hmm. And, and, and there's no one out there uh, through our Solicitor General's office in Louisiana. And look, we got some great Republican AGs around the whole country uh, that, that continue to defend uh, the Second Amendment. We're going to go in there. And we're going to challenge ATF. Is what we're going to do. I mean, we've seen. And look, we're good at it. Uh, for, for listeners out there, you want to check us out. Louisiana is number one in the number of lawsuits against the Biden administration and winning. Uh, and we don't do it by ourselves. We're joined by great states like Indiana, Missouri, Arkansas, Florida. Um, the list goes on and on. Mississippi. Uh, and, and and we're just going to take them to task. And that's the only thing we can do until Congress actually starts becoming functional. So do you believe, Jeff, and I've I've asked, uh, you know, our Texas attorney general the same question. Do you believe you'll get action because people are going to be named felons uh, in what? It's about 90 days now from from now. Uh, And if you don't do exactly what they said. And so people who own guns that are now you know, under restriction uh, because they just, with a stroke of a pen, changed the definition, you you could go to prison for 20 years. When, when, when will the gun owner know, okay, you're safe, well, don't worry? Well, we're hoping to get an injunction on that. Ken Paxson's a great attorney general in Texas. Uh, we work with his, his office. He's kind of like, you know, Texas is kind of like the 800-pound Gorilla in the Republican yeah. Attorney General world. Mm-hmm. Um, look, I, we'll know if if we can get the judge to grant us an injunction against it. Um, you know, and 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 so so hopefully um, we'll get a ruling on on on, on the case, and uh, and the judge and them will say, no, 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 you can't you can't charge a woman a felon on this. This is stepping out a little bit. Look, we've seen we've seen some great actions by Republican Attorney Generals uh, over the last. 12, 15 years, hmm. uh, taking on the federal government, protecting people's liberties. Look, I can tell you, Glenn, it's one of the reasons I really enjoy my job. I love being the attorney general. Um, you know, I spent a term in Congress back in 2010, right? You remember those days? Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, I do. The, 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 fir- the first big revolution, mm-hmm. tried to warn everybody what was coming. And, um, and, 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 and what I've realized is that right now, unfortunately, policymaking is being made in the courts. I don't like it. It's dysfunctional. Um, but but that's why you got attorney general. So I, we're hoping we can get a, a federal judge to take a look at this, grant us an injunction. And then uh, and then so gun owners out there and, and, and those that, that are enjoying their Second Amendment can go about um, so, you know, their business. 
um, Jeff, you're running for governor of Louisiana, and I saw a story today taking on the ATF on this uh, uh, gun rule. The governor of, I think it was Montana, who said, we're just not going to enforce it. That's that. I mean, that, well, I appreciate every effort that is, can't be the answer. Right. We no, have. I mean, listen, I, I, I certainly applaud him. Me too. Uh, for taking a stand. Right. You know, um, it, it, it shows I think that what he's doing shows how broken our system Correct. has become. Uh, I think that it also highlights the fact that, you know what, look, the states are. The, the federal government is a byproduct of the Constitution, Glenn. I mean, the states and the people uh, are who are supposed to be governing us. That's, that's the independence of it. The federal government, we have the tail wagging the dog. But no, it's not the answer. The answer uh, is, number one, to get the courts to strike this down, to get the courts to continue to put the executive back in its sandbox. And then once and for all, hopefully, praying that Congress will start reining all of this in. Um, or the states just basically tell the federal government, look, you're just out of your box. And the federal and we get the courts to agree with that. And that's what we do every day. Glenn, that's exactly what we do, whether it's a Second Amendment issue, whether it's tackling the EPA who are crushing jobs, increasing inflation. Right. I mean, the, the price we pay at the pump, I can't tell you the inflationary cost of just what the EPA does oh, and the stranglehold that they've gotten. Um, pushing back against ESG, uh, pushing back against woke corporate boardrooms. And I'm telling you, it's like a rich target environment out there. Uh, and it's sad. Uh, well, I'm glad you're on duty, sir. I am really glad you're on duty. And uh, uh, keep up the good work, uh, and we'll, uh, we'll talk to you again soon. God bless. Well, well, Glenn, thank you. Thank you for what you're doing. God bless. Can't wait to talk to you again soon you got it jeff landry louisiana attorney general it, i'm telling you it is the attorney generals that are truly changing things uh governors can do it but i haven't seen a long list of governors that are moving at the same speed uh as some of the attorney generals are even though the attorney generals generally are working with the government or the governors they're they're not Exactly. But, you know, there's there are teams out there. Um, Ron DeSantis is just kicking it. And uh, we need all the good governors and attorney generals. I've never paid attention to attorney general. Well, I got to look at who's our attorney general. I never I never paid attention to that. You know, as a younger, you're like, I, I don't know. That is really that and the sheriffs are the last line of defense. You've got to have a strong attorney general that understands the Constitution and the 10th Amendment. Back in a minute, when I tell you you should do your own homework, part of what I mean is you should ask the right questions of the right people. But how, how do you know what the right questions are? Who are the right people? Well, uh, there's not a lot of right people in a lot of industries. Um, and, you know, your pimple-faced cousin who's moonlighting between shifts at Starbucks, I don't think is the right person to ask to, you know, sell your, sell your most uh, valuable uh, investment probably in your entire life. We've developed a free service for you, and we have taken all of the best, uh, the, the best attributes and best practices 
put them together and then said, let's find the people who live their life this way. Let's find the fans of the show that are real estate agents who are also very, very good, have a great track record, uh, have uh, great reviews from the people that they uh, have served. And then let's do let's put them through the ringer on some interviews and look at their best practices. How many do they hit? Do they hit enough to really be able to say that's a good real estate agent? That's what we do at realestateagentsitrust.com. This is my company, uh, and these people do not work for me. We monitor them, and we recommend the best. And if they fall out of really strict parameters, they're gone. Um, we take this very seriously. Realestateagentsitrust.com. If you're looking to buy or sell a house, we've got you covered. Realestateagentsitrust.com, a free service to you. Do your own homework, interview them yourselves, but I think you're going to like them. Realestateagentsitrust.com. This is the Glenn Beck Program. Welcome to the uh, Glenn Beck program. Have you seen Australia's gender ambassador? The video. This is uh, cut for uh, if you happen to be watching and I'll describe it if you're just listening. But uh, go ahead and roll this, please. Hello, I'm Hello. Stephanie Copas Campbell, Australia's new ambassador for gender equality. Right. I'm incredibly honored to take on this role as uh -huh. the lead international advocate for Australia's now, commitment to gender equality. Now, if you happen to be watching, and the she, human rights of women and girls, she looks and like she's out of a horror movie. Gender identities. A little frightening. In this uh, mainly role, I'm because to her eyes. To those who are dedicated to promoting gender equality. You've been listening to her. She hasn't blinked and yet. In communities, not once. Countries in our region it's like, and globally. Promoting gender equality is the it's, right thing to do. It's like her eyelids it's also have been the smart thing to do. It is sewn to, to the top of her head. Economic it's, development and regional security, uh -huh. as well as our international. Okay, so anyway, it's a good thing that we have the new ambassador. We know who that is. Mike Lee's coming up in just a second. There was um, a tweet from Mike uh, this week, and we'll get to that in a second. First, I want to I want to play the uh, video of him at the State of the Union uh, this weekend or this uh, last week. Go ahead and roll that. Or is that just a, a film uh, uh, still? Uh, okay, so Mike Lee is uh, uh, Mike Lee is there in the uh, in the chambers listening to the president. And at one point, uh, they're talking about Social Security. And he just has this look on his face like, what the what? What are you even? It was quite a, from the guy who. Really, when he lives it up, he has a glass of milk and is like, guys, I just want to tell you, I'm just so I'm having out of control fun right now. Um, any kind of emotion uh, being shown by Mike, who is very well tempered, uh, was quite stunning. But I also asked him about the tweet that he had up where he was talking about um, uh, the uh, State of the Union uh, I'm sorry, the um, uh, the balloon being, uh, I'm sorry, there's so many scandals. The Ukrainian uh, Nord Stream pipeline being blown up. And in this, he said, uh, 
it's war if it's true, slander if it's not. And I called him right away and said, Mike, and he said, you know, it scares me, Glenn, that I don't know. I really don't know. He spent the day yesterday talking to people and tracking things down, and he says he has an answer for us on that, or a pretty good answer for us. Um, and he'll share that with you coming up in, in just a minute. Did the United States blow up the Nord Stream pipeline? It must be answered the next. The Glenn Beck Program.